0: Welcome to San Diego Magazine's Happy Half Hour. This is our fun food and drink focus podcast. And we are coming to you today from the Hilton San Diego Del Mar, an absolutely beautiful pool deck. We're, what are we on? A bar, right? Is this an outdoor I've bar I've lived here for
1: 40-something years, yeah. and I've never seen this property. And when I pulled in, I'm like, this is a nice little hotel right across the way from the the, uh, the track.
0: Was it's like, like if you turn right to go into the track, you turn left and you go into the Hilton Del Mar. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Yeah, like there's there's
2: fire, fire pits. I know. It
0: feels like a place to take in the races. I, I
1: stenciled my name onto one of those <laughs> cabanas um, <laughs> over there. That's yeah, where I'm going to work from now on.
0: Yes, it's lovely. Hilton's one of our sponsors of this episode today, and we're going to hear more uh, about some of the cool things they have going on this summer. Uh, anyone planning a road trip, definitely stay tuned in. Uh, but in case you haven't listened to our show before, we always talk about uh, new restaurant openings and news on the restaurant scene. We call it Hot Plates. We've got a 60-second beer review, um, a really exciting special guest today, um, the chef and owner of Death by Tequila. Very fancy It new restaurant uh, that we're going to hear about. We have a hot topic about a Michelin-starred restaurant that is no Closing. more. Closing. Closing. Um, and of course we're going to hear about our favorite things to eat at Petco Park and we always end our show with two people 50 bucks our own personal recommendations of what we've been eating and drinking lately
1: you know what we also talk about is uh, that we don't really know what we're doing on this podcast today. <laughs> yeah. we really I mean, really, genuinely just said that you know, I mean for everybody listening at home you yes. think that we have this like big plan and everything else we were just sitting no. at this table our guest from the Hilton comes on over and says like how do we start this I'm like we have no idea just turn
0: it on <laughs> turn it on and go we're just
2: making it just like you They're are easing the tension for
0: you the help.
3: rookie yes, yes. yes. that's a and
0: uh, Russ Royce, Russ, Bruce, 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 um, from Hilton. We'll be hearing a little bit more from her later, but it is true. We do try to save all of the good, I don't know, what do you call it?
1: Uh, the nug- chemistry
0: for the, cra- for the podcast. We don't talk about stuff before the
1: podcast. The nuggets, the booms, the bams. Mm. Uh, every Sometimes t- every
0: David and I have a meeting for like five minutes. That's it.
1: <laughs> every time before we, we podcast, I'm sitting around talking with maybe one of the chefs, one of the guests, and we're having this riveting conversation, and Aaron comes up and goes, save it for the podcast. And we just sit there in silence, awkwardly. Yeah, looking. Look at it is other.
0: awkward when you're a guest on our show before you come, because I sort of have a rule where we can't talk to you before we turn <laughs> uh-huh. on the mics. Yeah. It's just better when you do it. So it's like a
1: bad tender date before every podcast, just so you guys know <laughs> that.
0: Yeah. Poor chef is like, you know, shunned at
2: the end of it's the long It's not that we don't love you. We just want to save <laughs> yeah. all of you,
0: the good stuff for the podcast. Um, one thing I will say if, as you guys are listening, don't feel like you have to write everything down that we talk about because we post everything at SanDiegoMagazine.com, uh, all the restaurants and things like that. And then we do have a phone number for you to call in if you have a question about something. Uh, or just an idea or a thought or a piece of feedback let me read the number here and I'll read it again at the bottom of the show 619-744-0535 that's not like a live call in but it has like a voicemail and we will get it and we will listen to it and we will respond back to you mm-hmm. 619-744-0535 we do have an email address too for us happy half hour at sdmag.com
1: and it's $2 a minute every time you call <laughs> yeah
0: I know I kind of yeah. feel like I'm really one <laughs> do you remember no we play calls <laughs> remember when you had to call yes. something I
1: used to, have to call for the surf report based in San Diego they didn't have mm-hmm. the internet yet and we didn't have webcams looking what? at the surf yes. you used to have to call in it was a 99 cents a minute yes. on my mom's rotary phone <laughs> yes. that you would listen to them and they'd have to go through every single break in San Diego uh-huh. and if you wanted Del Mar you had to wait for like five minutes yeah. as they went from Imperial Beach on my mom was like Troy stop surfing I don't care about your dreams
0: That's remember it. when 411 was a, co- was mm-hmm. a cost too oh, and I used yeah. to get in trouble for calling 411 too much because it would always come up on the bill okay wing it take it <laughs> away and tell us okay. what's new in the restaurant right, yeah. <laughs> she's the looking at us very puzzled I mean I, I
2: called popcorn one time to check a movie time but that was th- about the only thing i did on a telephone that was hardwired to a w- wall
1: a hardwired to her her <laughs> brow crinkled yeah. as Hard if she didn't wired. even know how to explain a phone that was on a wall <laughs> my god it's Okay, she all does right. know
0: all the restaurant times. news though do your millennial <laughs> yes. thing
1: speak in tongues
0: yes so uh
2: george's level two has a new cocktail menu uh they previously every 15 months or so they released this amazing hardcover bound book um, full of all these beautiful cocktails and they just this week released their second one. It's an ode to the flora and fauna of San Diego and it's also going to be my two people 50 bucks so I'm not going to tell you what to drink quite yet. Okay. Uh, but Sam Peters is the lead bartender. Uh, this was a bar that was held by Stefan Karpinski for a long time before he went over to 100 Proof so he came back uh, and they literally went out and foraged all these different branches and berries and, and fruits and nuts and shrubs and made cocktails out of it. And it's quite amazing. Yeah. I mean, and the idea book.
1: of foraging is has obviously been around for chefs for a while. And the whole, this extension, the logical like nexus of going, getting back from farm to table, right? You go out and you pick your own berries and, and fruits and vegetables and everything else. I mean, this is kind of like if, if Crystal Gale did the foraging for your bar menu, you mm-hmm. know, it's just hippie flowers from around San Diego, Georgia O'Keeffe kind of cocktails. I mean, this comes in a hardback book. I mean, cocktails. Yeah, it's like a been,
2: coffee table book. It's, it's a- beautiful a coffee table book.
1: You know, I mean, it, I remember mm-hmm. when, when bar menus came in like hard-backed plasket that was immune to vomit. You know, I mean, That's that was that. really... No, this I, is
0: not that. No. no, this is not that. <laughs> this is
1: a really nice... And you can
2: th- buy it for $55. Mm-hmm. It's
1: like it's like Whoa. a cocktail chapbook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A novella.
2: It's gorgeous. Sam Peters, who's again the bar lead, he said, people will get to see the areas where George's culinary staff goes foraging for items used in the kitchen. It's right in our backyard and now we're bringing
0: it to our bar. Mm. Uh, so I'll tell you guys more about what to drink. Mm-hmm. And so. George's level two is It's worth noting It's a neat little Version of George's There's the roof Which is sort of Sunsetty and a little Bit mm-hmm. less expensive Then there's the Fancy restaurant And this level two It's like this smaller room It has like high top tables mm-hmm. Little cocktail bar Yeah cocktails But then they have Their own menu right It's
3: got
1: a little Patio up back That you can kind of sit, You know sit And overlook yeah. like the mm-hmm. ocean I mean cocktail I mean level two For a long time Was their bar program Did not keep up With their culinary program For a mm. long time At George's Because they have One of the best chefs In the country In Trey Fochet, And then they invested everything into the bar program under Stephen Kopinski, and they've kept that up. I mean, they are now doing world, world, world world class cocktails in that spot, almost on par with with their food.
0: Yeah. And if you're ever walking around La Jolla kind of looking for the people. Most times they're at that level, too. Because yep. sometimes at night, if it's like after 830, it feels like La Jolla is closed. And there's that place usually has some yeah. action. The music is up. It's thumping. Yeah. It's thumping. And
1: it's and George's has been around for a few years. It's like 117 in dog years.
0: Yeah.
2: So no, I mean, <laughs> OK, what's going on with Joe and the Juice? <laughs> All right. Joe and the Juice, which is a coffee and juice chain from Copenhagen, just opened at One Paseo. Uh, It has over 200 locations, and this will be the first in Southern California to offer the company's full food menu, which includes omelette, scrambled eggs, and avo toast on rye bread.
1: This place fascinates me. This is the magic (laughs) Mike of the coffee and (laughs) juice world. It really is, because they cast their employees. They call it casting. They don't actually have employees. And most of these are really good-looking like a tattooed up men. So if you want to, if you, if maybe going to Magic Mike or going out to see the um, thunder from da- thunder from down under or something like that is not your thing, you don't want to go out to Vegas. No, for my that. Oh, you know, <laughs> now my brow is wrinkling. So this is
2: not a place you want to take your fiance. You
1: can go, fiance. <laughs> fiance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, by the way, that was for Aaron's cousin who said that there should be a drinking game every time that Lauren or I mentioned the word f- fiance. So I hope you get really drunk, fiance. He's fiance, fiance, the wedding fiance. right now. It's
0: gonna be over soon. Um, so
1: anyways, but this is so so this this girl concept is basically the anti-Starbucks this guy went into Starbucks and he saw that it was a little bit too sterile it was a little bit too institutionalized and so what he wanted is like really like, like tatted up weird guys working there and he got really good looking guys you know they, they look like you're like hipster from down the street with a bunch of tattoos Okay. And, and the employees control all the music so there's no like corporate music whatsoever so you get all this like weird funky Coachella type stuff it's supposed to be I mean intentionally unintentional I guess is okay. the way to describe it. Like let the employees run amok and be weird and creative and then do 270 locations worldwide. Oh, I was going to say
0: and it's in one paseo which mm-hmm. that just one doesn't go with the other to me but Well because I think maybe based, that's a little fun. but it is still really well paseo. curated. Yeah,
1: it's like if you went in and just ransacked Starbucks, uh-huh. you know? It still is curated for sure. I mean it's it's definitely a chain.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it on yeah. Winget's computer yeah. here. Yeah. Okay, it's not so it's not completely wild
1: no they have like mid-century modern furniture they've got like really bright um, artwork everything else all all that kind of stuff and then just hot dudes
0: yeah fancy okay um what is the new italian marketplace yes oh i saw this on eater yeah rovino (laughs) the foodery is a new
2: italian marketplace and eatery opening in the east village uh it comes from the owners of rovino restaurant and wine it'll be at 10th and market opening this summer uh claims to have a wine bar coffee gelato bar bakery deli uh, Italian markets have been opening and closing at a pretty steady clip over the past five, six years, so hopefully this one has what it takes to make it.
1: In fact, the have market that was underneath there before. Uh, my, my parents actually lived in that building. The Strada is basically right across the street from the, uh, East Village Bowl. What is that called? Yes, the Tavern East and Bowl. Town. It's Tavern yeah, it's and my, Bowl. It's
3: my
0: hood. Oh, is
3: it your hood? Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay.
0: you must be excited. Yes, this will be great. Very excited,
3: especially because that's been empty now for gosh a year and a half it's a big years? space yeah.
0: right
1: Huge. it's large it is a big space and it was a market that tried to do basically the same thing like kind of gourmet foods and everything else and it didn't really work over there I feel like you know East Village you know is is a tough area it's like you know you've got like a bunch of children in San Diego and that's the one that you don't know if quite is quite gonna make it is he gonna graduate from high school is he gonna get a drug problem that sort of thing like <laughs> oh, East Village I mean really it's like struggle to get an identity no offense mm-hmm. to your hood yeah um, <laughs> you know but I mean it really has and hopefully you know th- uh, this place can actually activate that space and they do have three big um, people involved you know somebody that was in charge of like national yes. expansion for a big chain called like Giggles and Hugs it was a family-based restaurant chain uh-huh. and then somebody actually that worked for a while at um, the Sprouts F- Mona Lisa the yes. Italian well lo- now that's
0: Vincentcio feeling Bruno. very legitimate mm-hmm. and then somebody
1: from Sprouts so if somebody from Sprouts and somebody from a big national chain in in conjunction with somebody from a cool little Italian shop you yes. know can get together this may stand a chance
0: I always said that we need a Dean and Deluca downtown. We don't have like oh. a place like that. How do you live downtown? in the 1980s? <laughs> Wing, it's going to kill you. I, I just, you know, I, love I mean, those maybe Eataly. Kind of <laughs> I'll settle for an. But eataly. why does it have to be all Italian? Can't we just have you know all kinds of things? You know why? Because
1: pasta is cheap. Mm-hmm. I guess that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm.
0: And people kay. spend money on it. Yep. Okay, is that all you got there?
2: That is all the new news on the front for me on this episode.
0: Okay, that is Hot Plates, you guys. Make sure you check your San Diego magazines because there's a Hot Plates column. Shout out to Marie Tetko who helps produce this and the whole eat, drink section in San Diego Magazine. Yes. Hi, Marie. Hi, Marie. Fiance, fiance, fiance. <laughs> fiance. Sorry. Um, and then San Diego Magazine.com has choice blog with all this kind of stuff on it in between print issues. So um, be sure to check those things. And now, without further ado,
1: tomorrow I'm putting up a story. Sorry to oh. inter- interject. Um, one of my Ooh. favorite stories that I've done in a long time on uh, Blue Water Grill. The two brothers that own that that moved to OB, oh. they were audited um, four years ago. Some th- the city came in and said you owe 1.2 million dollars. um In in like unreported. Um, um, profits Because they, they have a formula for what people sell seafood for. And they're like, there's no way you're serving that good of seafood and selling it at this cost. They fought them for two years and they finally proved to the city, yes, we are that stupid. That's their words. <laughs> we are that stupid. We are t- serving this high quality of seafood for that cost.
0: I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, on be on the answered
1: <laughs> on SD Food News. But
0: why is the city caring what people charge for seafood? I'm confused. Because they,
1: they make um, taxes off profit. You know what I mean? So they basically said that they they don't believe that they were selling it for that much. They're like, there's no way. The industry standard for selling what you, you claim to be selling is like twice as much so you have that much more profit that you've been hiding somehow and they proved it, proved them wrong so they
2: thought they were
0: undervaluing yeah they thought they were on a, their under reporting under reporting. Under, under reporting
1: exactly yeah so they wow. basically yeah. serious
0: on this block I know wow. <laughs> okay you guys it's time for David's 60 second beer review um, just keep in mind we're going to talk with Hilton Delmar coming up and we do have The Chef from Death by Tequila as well David take it away
4: alright so today's 60 second beer tell review tell me it's it natural is. light or I'm not listening it's it's not natural light <laughs> no! take, Modern take times, headphones off now I Right. I like that one, too. Hey, you want to know? What, uh, it's
0: actually not bad at all? <laughs> You have 20 it, seconds. Thanks, <laughs> David.
4: All right, so this week is Epic Brewing's Count Malchua, uh, which is a Cereal Imperial Milk Stout. Okay, I'm down with that. Yes, it's and it is absolutely delicious. So uh, last month, this actually just won gold at the uh, L.A. International Beer Competition for uh, Best Specialty Beer. Super super fun beer. I think the name really speaks for itself. It tastes like basically a beer version of the leftover chocolate cereal milk from uh, you know like cocoa puffs or cocoa crispies or count malch or, or count Chocula, as Tastes it's like bad parenting, movie. doesn't it? Like it they does. just let
1: you they let you eat that cereal and you get the, the milk's the best part. Oh, it's so good.
4: But so, super smooth, um, has like the perfect level of conditioning, carbonation uh, for the style it is. And then the ABV is really hidden. So, it's a 9.0 ABV, and it probably tastes like about a four and a half. But so, uh, just go like, like my cereal
1: <laughs> milk grown up. <laughs> 9.0?
4: 9.0. 9.0. Okay, so go have one third of these beers. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, go check out Epic at either of their two locations and uh, try this delicious beverage out.
1: I just oh, hijacked
4: I your review. I'm yeah, you so sorry. I'm gonna <laughs> shut the hell up, man. God, David's such a, a, a
1: wide knowledge of beer, and I just I'm like,
0: Fiance, fiance, fiance. Okay, you guys were just I about hope to your hear your cousin it. is so drunk right now. He <laughs> might have to edit some of that out. <laughs> Um, we are just about to get with our special guest um, from the Hilton Lamar, but I want to remind you guys that we are partnering with the Padres all season long uh, to count down the top 50 things to eat at Petco Park. Happy 50th anniversary to the Padres who've been in our hometown here um, as a real baseball team since 1969. We are all huge fans. And this week, uh, the two items we are counting down on our list, um, we're in the international category. What's coming up after this? Is it going to be classics or sweets?
4: Uh, so local.
0: Oh, the So Locals are coming up next. But, um. This is the last of the international category, and the first one is the chicken and beef teriyaki at Seaside Market. Very delicious. And then at the Bodega Sangria as well. So two um, international flavors to try next time you guys are at Petco Park. Um, And thanks so much for your partnership this year. Happy 50th anniversary. Okay, Amanda. Hi. Thank you so much for coming. Wow, you look thank really you. excited to see Amanda. I love Amanda. <laughs> Amanda. I love her. She's I want great. to
3: actually show too. We are partnering with the Padres as well, oh, so okay. we have a, the Friar with a Hilton surfboard.
1: You know, just <laughs>
0: showing this off. Is, is,
1: is that the a fish? Padres. Can I? Are you giving that away afterwards? Can I? I'm telling fish? you, it's or? the Padres are everywhere this
0: year. <laughs> so exciting. Um, so Amanda Roos. Amanda Roos. Um, of you the Charlotte
3: family. <laughs> <of> the th- <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like Seuss, Underworld. but Roos. There you go. That's, that's a way to Low make a San Diegan understand <laughs> <laughs> it. Okay.
0: You lead the destination marketing for Hilton here in San Diego, promoting 29 hotels across seven brands uh, in the Hilton portfolio. The destination marketing team strives to bring the local experience to guests visiting top cities across the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Um, originally from Pittsburgh, you've been a Southern Californian for the past decade here with us. Yeah. I just think it's so interesting what you do. You're not marketing actual hotel properties. You're just marketing... The radness of San Diego to the people that are coming here. Yeah, and when and you think
3: about them. how travelers are booking now, like you're not going online and saying, oh, I want to stay at this particular property. I mean, in some cases, you know, but most of the time they're saying, I want to go to San Diego or I want to go to LA or I want to go to the, you know, d- different city, not necessarily a property. And when you have, we have 39 Hiltons within San Diego County. So, it works way better for us to all pull our money together, you know, and sell the destination. So, <laughs> and I mentioned that so somewhere
1: true. different, I mean, like a city like San Diego, when you travel here, you want to go explore the city. You want to you use the property as like a nice jumping off point, you know, and go out throughout the day. It's not like you're going into the middle of nowhere where you're going to stay at the resort the entire time, right? absolutely
3: and that's why what we try to do with destination marketing is we curate a package so for right now for instance we're selling the california road trip so when guests come here we actually give them a bucket list of things that they should check out and we have local partnerships with a lot of the like the padres um, everyday california and la jolla uh, balboa park we have partner with san diego museum council so we have a lot of great partnerships that they can get a discount or an exclusive experience staying with hilton that they may not have known about because they are just here for a couple days or you know Couple in
2: curating night. your experiences in Bucket List, does that mean you're out and about? Are you always trying new restaurants? Well, that's what I was Are you yeah. always
1: kayaking, um, going <laughs> <Yeah>. to the <laughs> botanical gardens? Actually, a really,
3: I, I do have cool pictures of me doing all this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> what's your research? Yeah. What's your method Hey, here? we call it market exploration <laughs> in yeah. the, uh, oh, the yeah. world. I call
2: it
0: content creation. I get it, girl.
3: <laughs> There's no questions when your calendar's blocked for market Uh-oh. exploration.
0: Yes. <laughs> So tell us about some of the museums that you're partnering with. I know you said the whole Museum Council. That also includes some North County museums as well. The San Diego Botanic Garden, the California Surf Museum, and then one in Oceanside. Yeah. Have you been to the San Diego Botanic Garden? It's amazing. (gasps) Okay. We have it's up in Encinitas kind of area. Have you been there? You've got to take Elliot. I, I,
1: I've seen photos.
0: Oh, it's lovely. Yeah. It's That's huge. where Fiona got married, one
2: mm-hmm. of our event staff.
0: Yes. Yes. She did. It's gorgeous. And we're all holding the bucket list here. It's very cute. You get breakfast for two when you book this particular package, right, with a with a room in any of these Hiltons. Uh, you get this neat uh, card here, breakfast for two, and then a bucket list, and you actually can check off all the things like catch a Padres game, go on a kayak tour with Everyday California, explore Mission Bay. Very cute. Very local.
3: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, a lot of people have the perception of here are the top you know three or four attractions in san diego mm-hmm. and we obviously have so many more hidden things to do mm-hmm. and i mean even the museums we actually had a group we sponsored museum month this year as well in february and we had i did a fam with uh, some media and some influencers and i myself was like blown away at some of the things in balboa park no idea and then that has an escape room just some really cool things that you know you might not we don't typically know about or we don't talk about because yeah. you know they're not it's not the zoo or sea world so and do you and Quail
1: Botanical Gardens. Like, I mean, I've been here for 45 years. I'm a San Diego native, and I've never actually been in there. I've seen photos, and I'm like, it's absolutely Well, gorgeous. and
3: they also have a Galapagos turtle you have to meet. Oh, really? His name's Sam. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. <laughs> but it's just like sitting out here at this hotel in San Diego, Mar. I've never been here and it's yeah. lovely i'm gonna come back and visit so that fire pit and have happy hour yeah
3: and so much is going on at del mar with Cabo and you know obviously the fair and concerts and the racetrack so it's kind of become its own little hub
0: <laughs> and before we run out of time i just want to remind everybody about a few of the other hotels that are also offering this package in san diego so we're at the hilton san diego del mar but the hilton la jolla torrey pines is um, offering this package the hilton mission valley the homewood suites in san diego bayside where's that
3: that is right downtown. It's actually a dual property. It's a Hilton Garden Inn and a Homewood Suites. Oh, okay. it's really cool too. And oh, they just
2: there's a restaurant yes. down at the bottom that yes. was that old Chinese Bayside restaurant Cafe. with a yep. cool spire. Yes. Oh, yeah. neat. Okay, oh, and alone. then also
0: the um, Hotel Del Coronado is a Hilton property. Yes, I bet a lot of people curious. maybe don't know that. Oh. Um, and then the Hilton Garden Inn up in Carlsbad Beach, which again I, I want to go up there. You were telling me about yeah. it. Yeah, that's cool.
3: And then you know, as of yesterday too, Hilton just launched a launched a partnership with Lyft. So now whenever you take a Lyft and you link your accounts, which I just did this morning it took like all of two minutes you actually earn points hilton honors points so you can get you know by riding lift so oh, <laughs> which i think wow. is really cool because yeah. now we can you know earn more or more ways to earn free uh, room nights i'm all about oh, the I'm points oh i'm such a sucker for them and,
1: and i'm yeah. always on a lift when i'm in a different city too so if i'm yeah. earning free hotel stays or a free orange juice yes. or a free, sc- free coffee See? or free drink yes are you an yes. honors member i am
2: Okay. We'll, we'll link those you up got today.
0: It. Yeah. <laughs> Amanda's is. like, give me your phone right now. Let's get um, some drinks
1: on. I'm going to take a lift home. So,
0: we'll yes. link to all of this information, like I said, at san Magazine.com. But, what's a website people can so go our to our to find out more?
3: Uh, Travel.hilton.com forward slash SD San Diego. That'll all get you there. And there's a, there's, you'll find out all about the offer on that main web page, too. Yeah. And, and look, there's
2: some good blog content on there.
3: Yeah. We actually, you know, work really closely with San Diego <laughs> Magazine yeah! to uh, come up with some really good insider content, too. So, again, when guests are coming here and they haven't necessarily booked their stay, we We want to help really sell San Diego and, and do it in a different way than we have been doing in the past.
0: And keep your eyes out for this very cute illustrated map. I think you guys did a great job on this art. It's very cool. Thank you. Yeah, for the road trip. It's going on my wall. All right. Like I said, everybody planning a road trip, make sure you go to travel.hilton.com. Mm-hmm. And because this extends all the way up through the state, yeah. right? Your partners up in LA and San Francisco are doing very similar things. So even if you're a local and you're listening, but you want to do this kind of program in LA or San Francisco, it's happening all the All state. the way
3: up. There's actually over 90 properties within California participating as well. And you know, LA and San Francisco obviously have similar package, but they have different partners. So... It's a really cool. We Actually, LA even has the Magic Castle as a partner, oh, so right. no if you've never
1: way. been there,
0: it's yeah. really cool, yeah. Very <laughs> Magic. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank and thanks you. Thanks to Hilton for partnering with us. Um, you'll be back with us next week, is right? We'll have someone else here from Hilton Del Mar. Thank you. Tell us a little bit more. Thanks. Okay, you guys, we are thrilled to welcome our special guest this week. Um, this is a big one. We have um, Angelo Sosa. Welcome. You are the chef and owner of Death by Tequila the new uh, Baja Asian restaurant in Encinitas. You've worked at Jean George for Alain Ducasse. And then in New York, you ran the Michelin Recommended Añejo in Manhattan's Hell's Kitchen. Uh, you may also know Angelo from Top Chef Season 7. That's what it is. It, <laughs> it was actually
5: America's Most Wanted.
0: I can't, I can't, the whole time you were here, and we said at the top of the show that we don't really talk to the guests, so I really, I have been purposefully <laughs> avoiding you. Yeah, w- thank you for avoiding <laughs> me. Yeah, I appreciate that. So I was well, just on a it's try. been driving oh. me nuts. I'm like, how this person looks so familiar. That's what it is. Top Chef season seven, and you were the runner up, and then from season eight of Top Chef All Stars, um, you're here to also talk about an upcoming charity dinner that you're cooking at the seventh annual Baja Bash in Coronado, which benefits uh, the nonprofit Wild Coast. Welcome. And congrats on the new restaurant. Thank
5: you so much for having me. Amazing to see your faces this morning. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: Tell us about Death by Tequila. How's it going? What's
2: going on? Oh,
5: my gosh. I'm thank, thank God I made it down here. It's been so busy. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just been a blessing. Uh, I'm new to San Diego just over a year, shy of a year. And I'm just absorbing everything. The restaurant's just been such incredible story. You know, uh, we're a farm fresh concept. So uh, just learning the region, connecting with local farmers and telling the story of the ingredients is just really what we're all about. So we're super passionate at Death, Death by Tequila. We have an impeccable
1: team and we just love what we do. You're good at marketing too. You dropped a, your name of your restaurant twice. there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. very and good. All the hey, I was listening. I was listening. <laughs> that was fantastic. Hey, now, why San Diego? I mean, obviously, you've, you've been on Top Chef. You, you've run, you know, a, a really good restaurant in, in New York. You have worked with Lando You know, I mean, Jean Georges. I mean, all of them are not in San Diego. You know, I mean, there are dining meccas that have been well established for a long time that you could have opened up something um, after Top Chef. Why San Diego? Sure, sure, sure. Other than looking at the Weather Channel and seeing what's <laughs> Yeah right. right now. Other than that, right? Quality of life. Yeah, <laughs>
5: exactly. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, my whole lifestyle has changed since I've been out here. Like, you know, I don't drink. I'm going on four years. Like, I am just like into yoga, into meditation, like into just being really like a powerful uh, and positive and passionate person, right? So just like not a consumer of the universe, but really just emanating good energy. So I think San Diego is a perfect for that. that. We're ground zero yeah. for that. And then this, I mean, San Diego is like mind blowing. I feel like a kid. And again, these sort of no joke. It's like the farm regions, the terroir, the um, the ingredients that are grown here. If you really think about it, we're at a similar latitude of the south of France, right? Mm-hmm. And our growing region is impeccable. I mean, we're growing things. We work with you know Ashburner Farms, uh, which is about a mile and a half away from us, and they grow everything for us from our arugula flowers to our pea shoot flowers to our you know Tokyo turnips. So just the ingredients are impeccable, and it allows us to do our job easier.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, what are some of the things that you've, I mean, obviously working in the big, you know, um, cities and with some of the bigger chefs, you know, what are some of the harder things that you've found about San Diego? Mm. You know, I mean, Uh, you know, obviously you have a, Tradition You know With Jean George You've got a tradition With Alain Ducasse You've got a tradition In in New York And what are some Of the challenges That you find unique To this That's an awesome question
5: Um, Well the ingredients And the uh, farmer relationships And connection Has been the easy part And the passionate part And the heart part Right Which is just awesome Because we're all energy I think the most Challenging thing For me uh, Is more the business side Of like the labor Right Mm -hmm. The labor laws uh, Getting staffing Like that Mm -hmm. in, In all truth In New York City um being part of a food mecca mm-hmm. has been really, I mean, that's a little bit more easier that chefs or cooks want to work for you versus here. You really, you know, and I'm new to the game, to be very honest with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. creating, a, you know, we're creating a name. We're creating, um, you know, a destination restaurant, if you would. And um, just getting that following.
1: Yeah. And imagine the talent pool. It really is. I mean, a lot of mm-hmm. the talent pool. I mean, you, you, you want to go to the school, you go to, you know, CIA Hyde Park you know in New York you go somewhere right. else a lot of chefs congregate there because that's like a Mecca Yeah, you know I mean it's like you've got to go stage if you're trying to make wine in the south of France you got to you know right. whatever yeah.
0: but even politically I would say New York is finance, food, fashion like it ranks as yeah. a thing that is that has a high priority there yeah. whereas while tourism is a huge thing here I think food the food industry and sort of especially fine dining is still fighting for its yeah. sort of place as a priority amongst sort of the political mm. I don't know I'm not saying that very
5: yeah. well and I'll say this I think we here in San San Diegans, now I consider myself San Diegan, right? Yes, of today. course. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's official. Um, but I think we know the secret. And San Diego is a culinary, there's a culinary movement happening. There's a paradigm shift. And I think I'm just blown away and honored to be a part of it. Like the ingredients are ridiculously amazing. The talent of chefs is impeccable. And I think people are just discovering what
1: San Diego chefs are doing and farmers are doing. That's mm-hmm. the storyline right there, well, I think. It's like, any, it's like any neighborhood, right? I mean, if I'm, I'm going to buy a house, I don't want to buy it in, in you know an area that's already blown up. Mm-hmm. You know, there, I'm going to pay $1.2 million, an overvalued house because the neighborhood's already done you know you want to buy in that area that's up and coming right you want to buy in that area we can get a, yeah. g- a good deal but man the future looks really bright and that's kind of what you're saying yeah. about San Diego.
5: well whole think about this so we're next we're next to Mexico the Baja region mm-hmm. right yes. how cool is that that we can literally cross the board get some really fabulous culture inspiration bring that back to San Diego right. mm-hmm. so it's like this melting culmination of just it's like a big love, sexy fest. You know, it's just amazing, right? Yeah. You are getting into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But I mean, how
0: often do we hear that from people, though, that they come here from somewhere else and they just go, what is this place? Like, is mm-hmm. this some secret thing? And we, we're not keeping it secret on purpose. Mm-hmm. We've always been here. We are a
1: magazine dedicated to actually <laughs> exploiting yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. And so because you're in North County
2: yes. now, every single North County I meet is like, have you been to Death by Tequila? Oh Death by Tequila. So it seems like you're the only restaurant up there and the only place to drink cocktails. Why Encina's in particular? Yeah
5: um so I have two partners uh well there's four of us in total but our my partners um they're they're locals Mm -hmm. they're um live in Carlsbad and wanted to do something for the locals so we're really and this isn't like you know something to say cliche it's very true like we wanted we're for the locals by the locals right so uh, and that's why we promote local ingredients and we work with local farmers and even our checkbooks our presenters are made by a local you know um that's cool you know it's it's just that's that's our bottom line and that's just who we are so we're really proud about that um and just North County I love north county like after being in new york city i couldn't imagine being downtown nothing wrong with San downtown san diego but like north county there is there's a food movement there's something happening up there
0: do you meet up with your your top chefers the other top chefers because i feel like there's quite a few now we've got richard blaze and brian mm-hmm. malarkey and claudette zapata wilkins and you who else is here frankie the bull wasn't he on that no and
1: frankie the bull was on top chef too i believe there's yeah. quite
0: a few and and um who's the tots guy who who
1: Oh, oh I can't remember uh, his Richard. Name. Richard, Richard, yeah. There's
0: quite, there's quite a few. Do you guys? Is there any connection? I mean, those are all different. Seasons. Granted, those
1: guys are. Do you guys all than yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, do you guys all go into the steam room together? Yeah, like,
0: I well, know. you know. Do you have a, t- a group text?
5: W- we're actually going to be sunbathing hereafter. There you okay. go. Yeah, yeah. 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 dumb right? yeah. Exactly. I did bring my own lotion, yeah. Yeah. and I'm sure Troy will be joining us. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I saw Claudette the other day. We're doing a feature for Dining Out Magazine in San Pellegrino, so that was awesome. Again, I'm just here. I just want to absorb it in. And just be introduced to everybody. I, I just love what we're doing. For example, the um, the charity of the Baja. Oh, yeah, Baja tell us badge. about that? That's yeah. amazing. Uh, Ann Wyckoff, who is now a, a very close friend and dear friend to me, she just said, This is something that I'm so passionate about. Uh, and I know that you're new to San Diego, and I would just really love if you did this. And I said, Of course, you know, without a doubt, like preserving the coastline and really thinking about, you know, uh, the wildlife. I think that's like super important. So I want to be engaged in more community. Um,
2: So what can people expect at Wild Coast?
5: Ooh, delicious food. And drink. And live (laughs) music. It's called
0: the Baja Bash. Baja Bash. In case you guys are Googling, we'll link to it at SanDiegoMagazine.com for sure, but it's called the Baja Bash. It's in Coronado and it benefits Wild Coast. Got it.
1: June 22nd.
0: June yes. 22nd and okay. I,
1: I've got a couple of questions you told me um, when I was up at your restaurant uh, recently uh, you told me about a farm that was working um, with kids who had special needs can oh you tell gosh. me about that farm will
5: you? yeah so thank you for asking
1: so my son Jacob Elias
5: he um, has a condition it's on the autism spectrum it's called 18th chromosome um, so just any parents out there who has special needs you know I just give you props and all that it's, it's very challenging uh, right. um, but um, we work with you know What's awesome about Death by Tequila is we only work with farms, right? So we our main mm-hmm. farm is um, Ashburner Farms, and we also work with Steely Farms. Steely Farms, yeah. Um, yeah they're great um is up in oceanside right so we what's so awesome about their core philosophy is they work with special needs individuals and they how, how they integrate them into community so we, that's where we get our microgreens and it's just so powerful hmm. like so the kids
1: m- work with agriculture you know uh, um, kind of as developing life skills and, and
5: wholeheartedly yeah. um is what they do and my heart just like opened up uh because one day i see you know these special needs children come and drop off the herbs and i'm like what is this like what's going on here and like my heart heart was just moving. I'm like, who are these guys? Like, I need to go there. I need to see this. I need to be a part of this. So in fact, uh, a couple weeks ago, we went to, um, my, uh, we went to go visit uh, Steely Farms to see if my son
1: could attend the schooling. So I'm just excited about what, what's going on here in
5: awesome. San Diego.
0: That's yeah. so
1: cool. Yeah, I love that story. Now And, and then uh, g- going back to Top Chef, i got to ask, I mean, were you the um, jerk, the dweeb, the uh, the savant? Were you the... Um, Ladies wh- What did they oh cast you God. as? You know, what did you You're come off TV. as? What did they cast you as? They cast them. me as the nerdy, funny guy. The brainiac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They cast me. They cast me as the nerd, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and um, guys, um, plaything. You know that's mm-hmm. basically it. Mm-hmm. But you. I would imagine <laughs> they, they play. <laughs> guys plaything. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime he's got like a personal thing he needs to take out, he takes it out on me. Um, but I mean, imagine you. You know, you're a good looking, you know, Latin man. You know, did they cast you as the like, you know, rico suave? What did they? <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you, Troy.
5: This <laughs> 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 all of a sudden got, got, got I totally awkward. Um, I know. Well,
0: I th- I feel like you were on early in the show though before it. It was as... I don't know, engineered and overly produced. Yeah. I feel like those early days were less produced.
5: It was fun to be, uh, about a year ago, I, I'll answer your question. About a year ago, I did a dinner uh, with uh, Tracy Dijardins, one of her chefs in San Francisco, and I came in the restaurant and showed up, and they're like, oh my gosh, like, you're the OG. You're like Le- Emeril Lagasse. I'm like, oh my god, oh. <laughs> I'm not that old, okay? I'm not that Bam. old. Right? Stop exaggerating. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was on season seven, season eight, back-to-back seasons. Mm-hmm. In all truth, okay, this is reality TV. I, I believe I was the villain to begin with. And then eventually they just couldn't edit me because I was just such, I believe, I was just being nice and being sincere. Mm-hmm. Like for me, in competing, I just want to, it sounds so weird even though you're competing, I just want to help people. Like I want yeah. to support people. I want to compete against the best and I want to push it forward because I'm gaining and mm-hmm. they're gaining. So that's that's mm-hmm. just who I am. And then season eight, I learned my lesson, just kept my mouth closed and didn't say anything. And they're like, why are you competing? And I'm like,
1: I don't know. Uh, I just <laughs> love what I do, you know? Like I, just, I learned my lesson the hard way. And last question with you. I went up, the first tasting that I had at your restaurant was excellent. It was really, really good. Um, but there has been complaints about um, Death by tequila, and I want to see your, uh, your yeah. um, response to this, um, about portion um, portions. Mm-hmm. Um, people have complained that there's, uh, it's, it's really expensive for the small amount of portions. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are your thoughts on that? Because I have my own. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, so, so first, first and foremost, I always believe in feedback, and we're always – it's not like um,
1: <clears throat> I'm here to listen to people and to
5: grow and evolve, and I think that's just part of the process, right? Yeah. So we, we're open to that feedback, uh, and this is what I think in regards to your direct uh, question is um, – we put so much like we're just think of us other than modern Baja restaurant we're a farm fresh concept right Right. so I think there's a stereotype and stigmatism of Mexican food so people you know people think we're Mexican and we have a taco so they think okay well then I could go to the taco stand and get a three dollar taco and get two portions versus you know why are we charging you twelve to fourteen dollars we put so much emphasis on sourcing ethical sourcing integrous sourcing and farm fresh ingredients like our signature dish our Hawaiian we're flying in beautiful Hawaiian tuna Mm. you know overnight to make sure that that fish is fresh and if it's not we're sending it right back so we're all about sourcing so I think to answer your question Troy I think there's a stereotype of Mexican food Uh, we're you know I don't think we're high end I just think we put a lot of care and love into the product
1: Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's. And honestly, I think that San Diegans, um, Californians especially, but specifically San Diegans, you know, have an expectations of portion um, sizes. Yes. You know, we were raised in the blooming onion. You know, we we're raised on on, on super size mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we think that you know we have to get this largess of food. Whereas if you're putting a lot of money into a the quality of seafood, the quality of the meat, the quality of the produce, I mean, that costs a ton of, of money. Mm-hmm. And if you put anything beautiful into your restaurant, a piece of art, you know, a piece of you know, it costs a server a server. It <laughs> yeah. costs m- money to. T- you know, and and I do agree with your point too that we've undervalued Mexican food for a long time in San Diego, and it's really been a tough um, yes. challenge, yes. you know, for great Mexican chefs and restaurateurs. You know, they've been like, no, we deserve as much. Um, uh, credit and, you know, and um, value as like a high-end French cuisine. You know, we are, are really talented and well-trained chefs, mm-hmm. you know, but San Diego really kind of has that three-door tacos in a bag sort of.
5: Yeah, because I think just look at, you know, there's a lot of vegetarians, there's a lot of vegans, there's a lot of emphasis on eating healthy here in San Diego, mm-hmm. right? If you go get a smoothie, how much is a smoothie? Well, the smoothies that I have are in the range of 10 to $14. Mm-hmm. We have no problem playing for a smoothie, but why wouldn't we have a problem paying for a beautiful, you know, Opa, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, very challenging to get at times, right? Total. So we're just putting, the, you know, mm-hmm. the same care. So I'm just, we just have to be patient with people and just continue to do what we're doing and do it passionately. And that, food
2: that. waste is a real thing. I mean, how many times have we gotten a huge plate and of pasta and I only finish yeah. a third of it's it? Great. And yet I've paid $24 for it and I'm not going
0: to eat it again. Well, and I mean, we have some pretty strong evidence that a lot of people, though, really do like what you're doing. Yes. Right. We oh for sure, do, Troy. Absolutely no, oh. no. It, it, it,
1: obviously, I mean this is this is one of the better
0: restaurants in oh, San Diego. Troy's it's okay, it's over. <laughs> so that was, was a toss and at
2: a setup. <laughs> I <laughs> totally <laughs> missed yes. it. You right. are very okay, popular. popular. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I thought in Troy's honors? defense,
5: I thought that was an amazing question. I think that's just something oh. that we we just have to talk about. Right? Absolutely, a hundred percent. That's the whole point. Yes, yeah. open dialogue. You know
2: our June issue is our best restaurant's issue. Oh lord. Troy, do you want to do the honors? Don't make
5: me cry.
1: Oh, you yeah. sir. have
0: uh, we thought you might like to see the. made the
1: cover as the reader's choice of the best new restaurant mm. in San oh, Diego.
0: Reader's choice, they voted yes. you best wow. new restaurant. <laughs> well,
1: right. And so now
0: we are playing. And that's hey, you did
1: this on purpose.
5: Please <laughs> please. You're going to make me cry, right I brought,
2: now. brought
1: some tissues. You can use
2: my shirt. <laughs>
0: Get Thank this you so much. But we also have quite the spread.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, what you, you guys can't see through the microphones here oh is that he, we just showed him the cover of the June Best Restaurants issue, and it's one of your dishes. And um, the readers in our reader poll, I don't know how many thousand, six, seven, eight thousand <laughs> voted Death by Tequila, their favorite best new restaurant in San Diego. And so we're revealing this isn't even out yet. So we brought oh this. My you my can't God. tell anyone. After this, yes, we're going to make like you I'm sign really a really issue. No.
5: Oh it's
1: so okay. Good. I'm kind of crying too. I, 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 I saw a dog's journey last night. It's still resonating right? with <laughs> me. Thank you I, so much. Yeah, but you know, I mean honestly, I I, I know I just having been around restaurant tours for a long time, I know what it takes to actually open a restaurant. You know, I mean I haven't been in there personally opening up my own, so I'm not gonna pretend to to know that in, in know it that intimately. Uh-huh. But I know it's a struggle, you know. And to have the readers of San Diego Mag, like, you know, just recognize what you guys have done and how yeah. much work you put into it. it feels pretty good, huh? Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I will say, um, this hasn't been an
5: easy journey, right? I came here from New York not knowing anybody. It's not like I had a team, the team that I had in New York for 10 years, and we built a team, we built a culture, uh, and in, in all truth, we, we don't look for this, we don't search for this, we're just passionate, and I just I'm just very grateful, so thank you so much. Yes. yes, and thanks awesome. to everyone
0: that voted in that poll. Um, I think that by the time this airs, this will be out. This is not out yet, so don't okay. tell anybody. <laughs> Sandy yeah. San Diego Mag's best
1: of restaurants issue. Yes. It's and a Troy,
0: how many did we make you pick? So the the readers oh, vote I on. I believe it was ninety
1: a ninety six. It was three a.m. in the morning, and I was like rearranging. It was kind of like that beautiful mind thing where he's got all the like mathematical <laughs> <laughs> formulas. Oh, you saw was restaurants. No, this one can go there. Oh my God, I'm missing this one. Oh God, oh God, you know you just.
0: And then he sends in his list, and we're like, "What's this restaurant?" <laughs> <laughs> no, well, congratulations. Thank That's so a much. very big honor. Um, and we are just about out of time. I'm going to zip through our hot topic in case anyone ever wanted to go eat at Faveken, The Michelin two-star Michelin restaurant in Sweden is closing. The guy says he's tapped out. His creative energy is over. Um, he says in every strategic way it's not a wise decision, but he woke up and said he didn't want to go to work anymore. So cancel your vacations if you're planning to go there to eat at that restaurant. Um, well, and you,
1: know, you know I mean? Here's the thing about that. I mean, he was... I mean, he was featured on, you know, um, Mind of a Chef. He was featured on... Um, oh San Pellegrino's... Chef's San Table. San Pellegrino's uh, Chef's Table oh, yeah. was, was another one. I mean, you know, this was like... A, I understand why he's saying. He said a lot of things about like the competitive sport, um, competitive sport element of eating. He mm-hmm. was getting really sick and tired of people coming in and documenting their experiences instead of actually having them, and it was ruining the passion for him. And I'm sure you see this as a restaurant tour too. You know, he said people cared so much about shooting their their food and Instagram? lighting it. He, he did. He said it, it took the joy out of the <laughs> restaurant for him. He's like, uh-huh. I My cook heart. for people to be in there and you know, like experience. Experience it, you know. And he he referenced it to a John Legend. He happened to be at some fancy party, and he's like, "I'm not even a John Legend fan." But he was playing at a piano, and he's all, "I sat right next to the piano and did not have my phone out." And even though I didn't really enjoy his music, I loved sitting there um, listening to this talented human being, you know, just play his art. He's like, and I turned around, and there was 400,000 cell phones. Everybody was watching it and experiencing life through their phone. He's like, "I realize that's what's going on in my restaurant." He's like, "I I just, I want to do something else." He's like, "It's killing me. I, I, nobody's actually present in the restaurant anymore." Yeah
0: fascinating how do you
1: feel about
5: that
0: Oof,
1: wow
5: um,
0: <laughs> he goes it's I, okay I, come to my restaurant I, I, bring your phone <laughs> it's fine yeah. yeah, yeah, totally exactly, fine we exactly. love phones <laughs> all the phones I'm, I'm gonna confiscate all your phones <laughs> right now. chargers uh, at all of our tables this is Please what I think
5: I, I actually, that makes sense I think being I think I'll just say, I think uh, we're in a day and age of like being present and being aware. And I think if we could all be present and being aware, I think this world would be much more powerful versus being reactive. And then I will say this as well, like in regards to service, like I think the word service is servitude. And I think our core philosophy, we aim for this. I'm not saying we hit this every day, but like it's an act of selflessness. Like Mm -hmm. we, I believe that at the end of the night, we should just be like, Exhausted, like you know, mm-hmm. drenched in sweat. We're just exhausted because we gave all that we can. Right, that is our ultimate goal, and then we recharge.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well,
0: thank you so much to um, Angelo Sosa. Congrats on the the best new restaurant win. Hang around for us, will you? At the end of the show, we always end our show with our own personal recommendations of what we've been eating and drinking lately. We call it two people, fifty bucks. Quickly, though, I want to remind you that uh, because it is our June issue the Best Restaurants issue which is coming out very soon on June 12th we have our annual Best Restaurants party this is where we invite the top chefs and the winners of this year's critics and readers picks we invite them all down to Perch at UTC where they have all those kitchens um, and all that fancy stuff and they all cook for you Uh, it's a really really fun party especially if you're a foodie and this year we're hosting a pre-party at Room and Board and we're going to have our podcast set up there we're going to be doing some sort of spontaneous interviews and some chit chat there so if you either are a podcast fan or a food fan Definitely get your tickets to our annual best restaurants party It's are going to be SD doing Mag, food karaoke um, or, Okay oh. sdmag.com slash events oh. yeah, Why do you set yourself up for these things? Could you things, elaborate you? on that right <laughs> now? Um, Ticket sales have just gone through the roof Jen Ray says that tickets will sell out So everybody sdmag.com slash events um, Okay, David Do you want to read our caller right now? Yeah. I mean, sorry, do you want to play our We got a voicemail yeah. It's really for David right <laughs> yes turns out people Thanks like his for the beer call, recommendations though. yeah we really appreciate your call 619-744-0535 um, this is from one of our latest listeners hi this is Erica from Logan Heights area and my question is actually for David um, my husband just found out sadly he is gluten intolerant and he loves beer so he's been drinking a lot of um, stone delicious IPA because uh, apparently that's gluten free which is cool but I was wondering if there were any other good choices for uh, an IPA loving or any other kind of beer, uh, gluten-free options. So, and ideally, like locally, like local places we could go to around San Diego. So cool. Yeah, thank you. Love your podcast. Bye. Cool.
4: All right. So uh, that is a great question. Uh, most beer, as everyone knows, is not gluten-free because uh, it has wheat or barley in it. So what they actually do in this is they. Um, what breweries will do is they add an enzyme called Clarex, mm-hmm. which basically doesn't make it gluten-free, but it does make it gluten-reduced.
1: Is it 97 point something percent? That's I mean, and they've noticed that most people who are gluten intolerant
4: don't experience any effects? I think it's actually more than 99% that. 99% or something like that. Definitely. Yeah. So, okay. um, for example, so here's a couple good recommendations. So, Duckfoot Brewing mm-hmm. is probably mm-hmm. the most gluten-reduced beer. They actually test each one, and there's less than 22 parts per million of gluten in their beer. Um, they do have a beer that's just simply called West Coast Style IPA that uh, you'd really like. Another really good brewery is Amplified Ale Works, and they treat every single beer that they have with um, this Clarex enzyme. And so, uh, the Electrocution IPA there, I think, is wonderful. And so, I think either of those are, are great spots for you to go. Also, water.
0: Yeah, and wine. And wine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys, we always end our show with two people, 50 bucks. Uh, Where have you been lately, Wing It? You want to start us off? Yes. Okay, so
2: I'm going to choose George's Level 2. So last week, two weeks ago, um, I went to their launch party for their new menu and hung out with Sam the bartender, and I drank all of their cocktails um, and they are amazing and definitely an easy spend on $50 and I think Trey is a good chef so I'll believe that his food's Mm -hmm. probably good too but we just focused on drinking so their new menu's all about the flora of San Diego and I had a fennel colada Mm. that's a fennel take on a pina colada and it was epic it's light I love
1: the craft cocktail takes on Mm. boat drinks oh they're so great Fennel colada, I'll oh, oh, be fantastic. Are you kidding me? Like, I, don't f- know. I mean, it you think about like to me. well, pina colada is based on like a coconut, right? And mm-hmm. a fennel, you can you can have in some curries and whatnot. It's basically yeah. an aromatic.
5: So it's know? a combination of three rums. Oh, sorry. oh no
2: worries.
1: <laughs> I like the whole like coconut
5: like. Almost fennel flavor has like Thai basil like nuances, so I mm-hmm. love the combination. It comes
2: with the champagne float, and fennel is actually a key ingredient in absinthe, so it kind of all comes full circle. And wow. it's it was definitely my favorite. And then, and then I had to make a couple cocktails on air, so head to our Instagram and check out our highlights to see what else I drank. Mm-hmm. How about you, Troy? Two people, two people,
0: fifty bucks.
1: I'm gonna do a little, a little um, post dinner date spot. I went, fi- um, finally made it over to Ann's Dry Cleaning. Ann's Dry Cleaning, if you don't oh know yes. it, is in, is it Normal Heights? Yes. No, yes. In, yeah. On it, Adams. It's normal Heights on on Adams. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to one of the owners, and they said that one of the hardest things has, has been that they don't actually have the word gelato in their um, in their marketing whatsoever. It's the cutest marketing ever. It's Ann's Dry Cleaning because it used to be a dry cleaning store. Yeah. But you do not see the word gelato on the storefront mm. anywhere <laughs> else. They're like, we have to people to know that we actually do. <laughs> I know, I'm a gelato. little nervous for their SEO and their <laughs> marketing. <right? laughs> so, but but Anne's dry cleaning is this cute little shop, and the guy that um, one of the partners, he, he was actually um, he's from Spain, and he was a, con- a gelato consultant for ten years before he moved over here. And they make all of their gelatos from scratch. They have a camembert and fig jam, um, which is fantastic. So camembert is you know obviously like a super eleva- stinky kind of elevated jeans, yeah. brie, you know kind of thing. Stinkier it's just brie. Stinkier brie, you know, and it's kind of funky. It's creamy. It's got that that fig jam. in it. and you know, that they really a lot good. of gelato um, places will actually buy most of the gelato pre mix and they just add milk, that's all they do, you know. So they just basically buy it from a warehouse and then they sell it at, at their store. These guys are making it completely from scratch using local makers, local farmers, everything else. They're doing a new collaboration with Paru Tea, which is a local tea company. Mm-hmm. Um, so go check those guys out. Fantastic. Did you pick up my shirt, by the way? <laughs> yeah, <I did>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wanted
5: to remind you. Okay,
2: their tables are ironing boards and it's mm-hmm. really cute.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Wing It gave you drinks and Troy gave you ice cream. Yeah, do you have Mm. dinner? Oh, I do. I have one. Um, I just wanted to remind everyone that Din Tai Fung is now, um, has been open long enough that I went the other night on a Thursday, unannounced walk-in, nine-minute wait.
1: Nice. Yeah, Whoa.
0: easy. It's not crowded anymore. I mean, there was it looked kind of crowded, and there was a line, but you just kind of shimmy around and go up, and you're like two for dinner. And they're like, oh, sure, sit right here. Isn't that's a awesome. Good. How they ESA. make the dim like sum right in front of you, it's like that's so. Good. so it is. And it's gorgeous. really affordably priced. All the food there, like for all the hype and whatever that it has, it's very affordably priced. Whatever really you get. Affordable. Um whatever you get dumpling wise, I suggest getting the garlic green beans Fantastic. with whatever because I could eat Ooh. twenty pounds of them. Mm-hmm. Angela, how about you? Two people fifty bucks to spend. Okay.
5: Other than in and out, right? Yes. Other yes. than okay. in and out, other than charge? your restaurant. Okay, good. <laughs> I wanna say I'm gonna go ethnic on this one. So my favorite place, I love Ethiopian food. I believe this is in North Park, Musita Absinian Bistro. Oh my gosh. Oh University my Heights. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. On park. My, Boulevard. I think for me. I think it's the best Ethiopian or food I've ever had in my life. I just love the injata, eating with my food. Eating with my food. If eating with my is. fingers. <laughs> I, <laughs> love, I, love I love drinking with my juice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Injera, in what you're talking about is that flatbread, if you guys don't know. I mean, that's, you don't really have uh, utensils. You have flatbread that you basically uh, you <laughs> scoop up all your food in. Yeah. Highly, highly, highly
2: yes. recommend
5: it. I think it's a deal. It could be romantic. It could be whatever you want, and it's just awesome.
2: I feel very like we good recommendation. Included that in our global cuisine guide a couple yes. of years ago. Mm-hmm. As well. And you it's are definitely
0: not the first chef to mention that they enjoy that place. It's yeah. a very sort of insidery chefy. A lot of chefs mm-hmm. and food people it love just that has spot. Soul. Yeah. It has soul. Yeah, has
1: soul. Yeah, I, my name is Troy Johnson. And I endorse that decision. Okay.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, thanks again to the Hilton, um, mm-hmm. San Diego Del Mar for sponsoring us today. Thanks to the Padres as well for your partnership all year long. Go Padres. Thanks to Angela. Everybody go try Death by Tequila.
1: Reader's Choice, best new restaurant. So cool.
0: And our I cover star. It. Thank you. All right,
2: we'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye.